All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach. We are here for another week. We skipped last week. Still plenty of winners there, but uh, we're looking forward to Randwick and we're looking forward to some bit of Caulfield action this weekend. Uh, Randwick, we've seen some of the big stars jumping out again. The Concord, 1,000 metre dash. We've got Nature Strip and Eduardo going head to head again. Uh, who knows? They could be going around later in October as well. There's not too many that have got a slot yet for the big race. And then obviously down south, there's some big races happening as well. A cracking edition of the Memsey. I am still not sure where I'm going to land, but it looks like uh, we are of differing opinions, us three boys. So, uh, boys, as I welcome you in, it is, we've been waiting for this, which, uh, what are we, 31st of August, we're gradually getting to September, gradually getting into the big races. Um, but boys, cracking edition down south, and it's a good Randwick meeting, Tommy. Oh, great intros, Zach, just one of your best. Um, <laughs> you, I, I'm so pumped uh, Big, um, yeah, big big race coming around the last few weeks. It's sort of been great, and I think five big features this week. And, um, yeah, some absolute cracking races. Um, quality has definitely come back. So, yeah, really came for Saturday. Exciting time for you as well, King. It always is. I mean, although we've said that, uh, spoken in the past, that spring is as long as ever now. Um, it is, yeah. It's always, it's always great to see these stars, you know, come out and this... It's got to be one of the best Memsies that we've seen in recent times. Um, and you have to remember, there's going to be a little Everest audition at Randwick. Everything's starting to heat up, isn't it? Pumped. Very pumped. So a bit, a bit of the news the other day, or yesterday, I think it was, that Ollie is hanging him up. Ollie has been around for as long as I can remember. He is going to do one last spring and then retire at the end of Perth Carnival. Um I can't remember how many Group 1s he's won, Tommy, but is he... I put up a little poll yesterday that if, is he the GOAT to people. Um, it seemed a bit 50-50. A lot of the people nominate him as the GOAT, but is he in your books ever since we've been punting? What are we, mid-early 30s? Is he the number one in your books? Yeah, I think he is at the moment, um, but I think he's out to a great lead. He's looking like English, going to win the race, and there's looking over his shoulder, he's seen Chautauqua in James McDonald. uh gunning for the line. So I think he currently is uh, the greatest, but I think um, McDonald's sitting at 80 group ones and he's, bit, I think, is he 30? He might he might just be 30. Um, so, yeah, give McDonald another few years and I think he um, overtakes him. But that's not to say his career has just been massive. Like, he's just been consistent. He's won so many Melbourne awards. He's He's been rubbed out of the game a couple of times. He's come back. He's scored. He's... I think the graphic um, I saw a few people share said, like, he's won derbies in every state and New Zealand. He's just, um, yeah, absolutely smashed it. Um, And mainly in Australia, too, we've seen a lot of good jockeys go overseas and that where Ollie's sort of really been here and really dominated, especially Melbourne. So um, Perth jockey going across into Melbourne just really carved up. He won a group one for... Myself on Sprite and um, still biggest highlight of my uh, race in life was seeing that and he, he wrote it a treat. I watched it again after he announced it and, yeah, no, just one of the best. J-Mac, 31 years old. Tom, uh, Coey, what do we reckon? Is he number one for you? Mm, I mean, yeah, by stats, by numbers, but I, I think Tommy's bang on with J-Mac. I think J-Mac will be the GOAT in probably quite soon. He's got 20 years on... J-Mac at the moment, so he's retiring at the age of 51. J-Mac is 31. He's got 80 group ones already. Ollie's got 128 group ones. Uh, you have to remember, where J-Mac could be pretty much bang on 100 if he wasn't suspended, you know, for 18 months, not too, not too long ago. So <laughs> I think the gap's going to close real quick, and who knows what the ceiling of J-Mac is. But, yeah, congrats to Dolly for retiring. I mean, pretty huge resume like i mean you can just look at all the wins that he's had i think 124 of those group ones have been in australia fantastic and four of them have been in i think they're all been in new zealand if i'm correct i don't think he's won a group one in hong kong or anything like that so nonetheless like yeah one of the greats and good luck to him he'll love retirement he'll probably be bored and uh, but at the same time he gets to eat and drink again so good luck to him it is very funny when the older jocks just suddenly retire and 
double their body weight pretty quickly. But he's a star. Hopefully he gets a couple of big wins throughout uh, spring and maybe even a bit of Perth action. But we're going to be looking at Randwick as we do every week. And then I will touch on a couple of the races down in Melbourne. Chris was going to jump on, but Chris is out at Racing Night of Champions. Apparently underdressed, so he reckons. But um, he might chime in the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, Randwick, though, uh, we're sitting at a soft six. There was a fair bit of rain going around. Warwick Farm got abandoned towards the end of the meeting yesterday, and there was a fair bit around me on the northern beaches, but it looks like Randwick's sitting at a soft six at the moment and kicks off with a midway, everyone's favourite race of the day. Buck rower going around. J-Mac on a favourite for a change. It is second up. Uh, $3.60, pretty much bang on where it opened. We got straight Acer there. Collard aboard for Ed Cummings. That's at fives. Coming off a win at Rose Hill. Different strokes is there. Drawn the inside for Kim War. Ningaloo Star has drawn very wide for Dylan. And what else? Anything being backed at? Oh, maybe a couple of bucks for the Great Houdini, which we don't have a jock for. But Tommy, uh, always fun to kick off of the day with a midway. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, it's been a bit difficult lately um, in this race, but... There's a couple of horses I don't mind. I think different strokes. Uh, drone Barrier One can just take a little sit. There's plenty of speed in there, so it'll just it'll it'll place a bit, probably a bit more forward, but a bit closer. I, I really love the turn of foot of different strokes, and because there's a big uh, big field, a bit of pace in there. Different strokes, um, big fan of. The other one, Back Rower, really disappointing first up, but maybe it was just the run. It needed to blow the cobwebs off, and it's. Um, it's probably my danger straight ace. Uh, Ed Cummins has talked up as well, but um, who knows? It's a midway. I'm a big fan of different strokes. Any love for straight ace, Coe? I thought it was pretty good. I know it just won last start, but what do you reckon? He gets, he gets a good drawer again, and I have to. It's a big, big tick. I, I disagree with Tommy in the fact that there is speed in this. I think there's kind of void of it. I think it's going to be really muddling. I think. I think the clear cut leader is going to be Zorikat. So he he just does that for fun. He will cut spear across. But underneath it, I mean, I think straight ace will get a run of the race. I think stars and bars, something that you definitely need to keep an eye on. I think um, those two I've kind of earmarked as what I like in transit. So going back to straight ace, great win last start. A little query in stepping back in trip, but gets a great draw. Only penalised two kilos from that. Uh, I think it will, you know, figure close, fourth up, be, you know, it's peaking right now, so it could go back to back. And stars and bars. Uh, who did it fight against last? Uh, it was. It it was about two lengths behind Marquez, and uh, that good often run is coming out and won. I think it was last Saturday even. And if it's if that's a measuring stick, I think the midway seventy two looks perfect. But also draws draws well. Rachel King comes back from a a second place in the International Jockeys Challenge or whatever it is in Japan and just flying. Let's go. Stars and bars at the value play and no knocks on back row. I think it is a, it was slightly flat first up, but I think there's room for improvement second up. It's just where it settles, I think, is the little query. Uh, so, yeah, those two for me. All right, we go to the highway, and it's a bit of an interesting highway. Centre bounce is going around his favourite. Zach Lloyd gets a ride for Matty Dunn. Had a run at Ramwick uh, last start. Uh, came second. Sung Blue is there. It's been running for a while. we got Iron Will drawn very wide. Good horse. Wizard of Oz. Something I found funny, I read an article, I think it was today, that Stephen Jones and his horse, Don't You Think, it's 26ers into 13, he declared it to run top three. If you think you're getting that, you're getting 390 a place. But... Uh, Dylan Gibbons rides coming off a win at Tari, so interesting that he was um he was really keen on that horse. So smoke shows there at sixteens, and the rest are pretty uh, pretty big odds. But Tommy, did you see that sort of chat from Stephen Jones? No, someone mentioned something about it to me because it's a um, bit of a scone. Um, there's a bit of scone flavour to this race. You got um, Cab with Sung Blue, Stephen Jones, uh, Jeremy Gas, Luke Pepper. Um, and Cav's got another couple as well. So there is a bit of a stone flavour, and they do like to show off against their um, their other trainers. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, again, it's a typical highway. Um, you can go a couple of ways, but, geez, Matty Dunn's just been, since he's been eligible again, he's just been cleaning them up. And Centre Bounce the other day with what... Um, uh, $17 it was, rocketed home for second against his other one when he Quinella did, and Zach Lloyd on, I really like center bounce. Um, I think it deserves to be a bit shorter, but there's a bit of speed. It'll um, it'll just take it drawn really well. 
And, yeah, come home, Zach Lloyd uh, just killing it at the moment when he is in the saddle. Sun Blue, I think, strong a lot better. Very disappointing first up, and I think it'll definitely improve. There's one There's one at odds, currently $81, I think, each way. I like big putts. Uh, it was bought online yeah, by this owner group, and they've had two runs for two wins. And the first run, it absolutely blew them off the park, and then it went to Forbes into a showcase race. And, and really stuck on. I, I actually really like what they've uh, been able to do with this horse since they've got it. It's different level here, but $20 the place um, for a good leader, um, not the worst in the world. I have something on the place for sure. Clayton Gallagher, Gallagher, sorry, he keeps the ride as well, so he's one on both. But, yeah, 20 bucks a place. Uh, Coey, what do you think? I've been to keep it pretty simple here. I think Wizard of Oz will lead... Uh, Probably hold off Iron Will. I think that I'll be surprised if Iron Will goes here. I mean, it's drawn the absolute car park, but strange things have happened. Uh, if it wasn't for the gate, Iron Will probably have a half a chance again. But Wizard of Oz, third up, ready to peak. It takes luck out of the equation, and I think, yeah, it, it takes a lot of boxes, and the price is quite nice as we stand. Sense of bounce gets the good draw, and uh, I think. It's been luckless with barrier draws of late. So when it's drawn low in the single digits, it has jumped a lot more forward. So I suspect that it'll get, it'll box up or be one out, one back. I think it'd be pretty close to the speed, which people are forgetting. And I think that's a big up, big tick. I think I think you need to be close to the speed looking at the map here. So center bounce definitely warrants and small... Small speaking on Smoke Show, I think second up from the midweek race, coming back into a highway, plenty to, uh, plenty to go with, but Barrier 20 looks tricky. Um, happy to stick with Wizard of Oz on top. Okay, Wizard of Oz, I'll be keeping an eye on, don't you think, just for the sake of the trainer being bullish. Uh, race 3 is 1,100 metre dash. we got Benchmark 78, Dancing Alone. Nash gets the ride for Hayes. It is going to try and keep its undefeated run going, coming off um, wins at Kembla. It is 360 into 260. Yep, no deductions this race. Wave Rider Boy is coming back from uh, Melbourne. The perennial second place getter lately, second at Rose Hill, second at Rose Hill, and second at Caulfield. So... Uh, on the drift, four sixty out to six dollars. Then we go Tintuki. Tintuki was a really good win last start at Round Week too. Uh, in the last, that was sixes. That's in from nine fifty. Oh high is there. Uh, Zach Lloyd drawn pretty wide at six fifty, and then we're pretty much double figures. The rest for Molly Nails, Avery, Rainbill, etc. Uh, Dancing alone, Tommy. Can it keep up? Yeah, it looks looks like the one. Especially there's no real pace. You sort of got Rubenocki and no way never. And Dancing Alone's drawn the one. I'll just fit in nicely behind the two of them and um, not a lot of pressure at all. So it does look like a really good race for Dancing Alone. Ojai and Wave Rider Boy, the two um, ones I'm uh, excited to see as well. Ojai coming off with a bit of, bit of a break, see how it comes back. And Wave Rider Boy was has been great without winning the last few starts. So could lean that way, but I think favourite's going to be hard to beat. You agree, King? I've been following this horse all my life, and I love the horse, but it's it's going to be <coughs> it's going to be interesting coming into this grade. So that benchmark sixty four over the thousand at Kembla, it was my last leg of the multi, and it got in by an absolute freckle. I mean, like it was, I reckon, pretty much near last for the first three hundred meters of the race, missing the kick and everything else, and it was an ultimate sweat that day. If it jumps. Well, I think I see so much upside with this horse. Third up, SB profile is just perfect. It's one of the better ones of the day, 100%. Um, it's just that price point. I think 260 is quite short, especially first time going around on a Saturday, higher grade, everything else. So I know Chris will be criticising me if uh, he saw the gear changes. Uh, he's got the glue on shoes. For, uh, off first time and synthetic hoof filler first time, so I know he'd be he'd be potting this runner for sure. But I definitely gets a chance. I love the senior jockey jumping on board in that. I guess the one that I think is going to step a little bit more forward in my eye is Tintuki. Last start, it settled third in the run or thereabouts. So it was a lot more forward from that like nice barrier. And this race, I wouldn't say it's void of speed, but it. It could definitely sit more positively. 
whereby yeah maybe two back one out that that kind of thing so i think it maps a lot better than it looks on paper and uh, he has to figure i think as well so i think the two favorites will fight it out i just think the tintuki price is just a little bit better and dancing alone a little bit short okay all right we go to race number four tazarel is favorite drawn a little bit wide 440 into 350 it's looking for mate to make it three in a row two wins at ramwick and a trial lately uh perfect thought is 550 logan street line i don't mind it it's eight dollars in a 650 jamak gets the ride for walla just finds there at eights and with double figures for the rest uh not a not a thrilling race in my books tommy but have you landed somewhere yeah, probably just because of the winning form with Tarazel. Um, look, you can make cases of perfect thought. I think it will definitely improve second half and Mission Phoenix. And even Logan, uh, Logan Street Line was not bad in the rally mile and now back in grey. But uh, I'll just go with the winning form just because I think it is a bit of a tough race. and um, does step up in grey, but um, let's strung a couple together. Uh, it, yeah, um, tough race though. King? It is a tricky, tricky race. Uh, I really like Perfect Thought here. I think just barrier one second up over the mile. I think it's barrier one. I think it'll just sit behind him or it might even, you know, step cleanly and be prominent. I'm not sure what the the tactics will be, but I think it will box seat. I think it gets close to run of the race. 550, I could definitely entertain. No knock on Tazarel. I think it's actually at a really nice price point. It's 350. After two wins, a nice little freshen up trial. I totally get it. I think barrier 12 shouldn't be an issue. Uh, noting that I think first up it was shafted right out the back and they had to settle pretty much near last and they ran home extremely well. And this second prep has been enormous coming to Australia. So winning form is good form. 350. Still, I think a very marketable price. Uh, Couple to note, they're all from the Waller Yard. I think Special Sway, Gan Terrain, uh, Max Schnell, they've all got upside, I think, but I'm, I'll be looking more so next start. So uh, at the moment, I'm still sticking true with Perfect Thought to go uh, win this second up. Alrighty, we go to the distance race, race number five, 2,400 metres. Verona is the favourite, Tyler, riding for Kieran and Dave. Uh, coming off a win at Rose Hill, where it beat Kirkby, which is also going around. Kirkby's at sevens. We've got Mostly Cloudy, drawn pretty wide. Zach getting the run for Trent Buston and Young. It's drawn 13. It's 550. Military mission. Uh, who's getting the ride? Rachel King. Uh, came second, round week last start to Hosier. Hosier was a good win, that run. Uh, and Serpentine's drawn pretty wide as well with double figures, Desert Icon, Fancy Man, Bonnie Ezra. Uh, Money-wise, not much going on, Tommy. Where'd you land? Uh, a bit tricky. I think a few still known for Wyong tomorrow, so in the Wyong Cup. So um, could be a couple of changes. I thought Verona's last win was huge. Whether it can do it again um, remains to be seen. Um, I really love Trent and Natalie's record coming to Sydney. They've um, had a good strike rate lately, bringing them up. So I think Zach Lloyd on Mostly Cloudy um, been consistent without winning, but... Um, yeah, low in the weights. Really, uh, yeah, really good horse too. I, I, yeah, I, I don't mind mostly cloudy. There's a little bit of pace too as well, so it does set it up. It's just the gate that's a bit of a worry. If you can find a spot though, um, yeah, plenty of speed with a lot of gay and Adrian horses here, but um, Serpentine trialed really well too. Interesting to see where it goes. So I'm um, looking to follow it through the spring, not here, but yeah, I, mostly cloudy for me. Tough one, Kelly. Where are you? Uh, I do like Serpentine's trial. I think it's it's real handy. It's just I don't know how it will come out first up twenty four hundred. This thing needs three thousand plus meters. It's kind of like one of them horses. It's it's like William Thomas, <laughs> um, which is painstaking to say. But a um, couple that I like as well. I fancy man. I think it's nice price. Comes out of that Premier's Cup. A lot of these runners come out of the Premier's Cup, so it's definitely the form race to look at. I think 2,400 after that 2,000-metre run looks to suit. Second up, better. Top of the ground, hippo to ride. Uh, there's a lot of ticks. I think 7 bucks is a great price. Uh, Serpentine, we've already mentioned. And there's the other one, which is Verona's obviously really good. Strong win last start over Kirkby. Not sure how to read that 
uh, form line. A little bit confused. I think the price is definitely on the underside, despite the lower weight. I think would I be taking the what is it three dollars something rather? Is it four bucks? Would I be taking four bucks, or do I'd rather take the five fifty on offer with mostly cloudy um, with Zach Lloyd and Trent Busson Young, which Tommy spoke about over the seventy eight form that Verona has. So. Little, I'm, I'm going to pot the favourite at the moment. I just think I need to see it winning this listed stronger race. And with the tempo, obviously, something like Bonnie Ezra could fly from the clouds, but it definitely needs luck in the run. So at the moment, I'm kind of leaning towards Fancy Man to go better second up. Yeah, it is a bloody tough one, I reckon. Um, we go to the Furious, which is our race number six. We've got 1,200 metres. Kamochi is going around as a favourite. Portelli runner. Uh, it's going to be second up. It's 3.70. Coming a touch from 4.60. Tis Invincible's there for the Ma Eustace boys. That's at 4.20. Autumn Ballot, or Ballet. Um, Hieronymus is getting the ride again. Ruined a quaddy last start, too. It was a really good win, though. Uh, that's going sixes into 4.40. That's probably the money horse. Cigar Flick's there at 8.50. Platinum Jubilee's on the drift. And then we're 15 bucks and the rest. Mansion Summer Loving. It was a bit of a tease last start. One of the huge odds. Uh, I thought it went appealed wide. I thought it was going to run on, at least for a place. But uh, still one to maybe follow. Not sure here. But uh, Tommy, what do you reckon? Yeah, that was a nice run. But uh, yeah, very, very teasing from Summer Loving. I'm actually going with the other Dan Adrian one in uh, Autumn Ballet. I think um, the speed's drawn sort of one, two, three. Uh, with Autumn Ballet, um, Platinum Jubilee, and Mumbai Muse. But I think Autumn ba- uh, Ballet can easily lead them, easily lead um, both of them last time, and still sat behind the speed with a couple of other ones coming out. So I think if it can dictate and set its own pace, I don't think Platinum Jubilee will kick up with the other game, Adrian Horse. And I think they both um, have a bit of pace on Mumbai Muse. So I actually think, um, you know, I... I I think you can dictate Autumn Ballet, and it was such a tough run last start. I, I see no reason why I can't do it again. Big fan of the horse, and yeah, I, I thought it was a massive win. Um, Cigar Flick uh, is the big danger for me. If there does draw a bit more pace, it um, I'm very worried of it rocketing home, and Tis Invincible was so strong um, first up as well, and so was Kamochi. So um, Autumn Ballet for me. Kyle, are you giving any love to Summer Loving? Mm, I really wish that it was stepping up in trip. Just the fact that it's staying at the 1,200. I, I genuinely think it's a 1,400-mile kind of horse, but just Agree, the fact yeah. that... I mean, I, I mean, I have to respect the camp. I know Gay and Adrian know exactly what they're doing, so they just want to keep it in the same sex and everything else and go through the grades. So much respect. I mean, I but, yeah, not for me this start. I think we all know that she just... She gets a little bit too far back, which is unusual for their tactics, but I think it's got a really good motor moving forward, third up, hopefully 1,400 or further. So definitely a black book, but not this start. As for this race, I think Kimochi's under the odds. I think it's definitely a similar type to Summer Loving. I think it, it, I reckon it should go a little bit further, but I respect it. It was a great third flying from the clouds just behind Autumn Ballet and Estriella. The Silver Shadow form, I think, is I think it's slightly stronger than the Rosebud. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. So Autumn Ballet, definitely respect. I think $4.40 for it right now is great price. Real qualms about Platinum Jubilee. I don't know what to think of its last start run. It was a little bit flat, so I'm happy to ignore it. And then the other one that I could back, sorry, yeah, Cigar Flick is hands down the obvious danger, and I think it's I think it was the unlucky runner in the Rosebud. I just think that yeah, the Rosebud form is slightly weaker in my eyes. So I'm leaning towards Autumn Ballet as well, like Tommy, but Cigar Flick is a close second. Okay, both thinking the same. All right, Concord Stakes time. This is going to be a bit interesting now. Uh, thousand meter dash. We have Nature Strip, current favourite at three twenty. We have In Secret for Zach Lloyd. This is at three thirty. We have Eduardo at four sixty. A little bit of a drift for Eduardo. Um, Zapateo, eleven dollars into sevens. We have Bella Nipatina at nines. We have Remark rocketing by. And then a few others, including Shelby 66. And you've got to make note of uh, the storyline around Casino Lord going around as well for Cody Morgan. Now, Nate Strip, uh, we're in both camps here. I sort of am with him. Not with huge amount of confidence, but 
you're reading things online where either people are completely potting him and saying he's finished, and then some people are saying he might even get another Everest slot. So uh, Eduardo, I believe, won it last year. Eduardo, Nature Strip G-Tri, and a bunch of Red Zells. So Tommy, um, to me, it's a really interesting race. Uh, Thousand-metre dash, there's nothing better. Where do we land? Yeah, you're right. Very interesting race, I think. Uh, Ponce, mate, yeah. Nature, Eddie won it last year. Nature Strip the year before. Nine and ten year olds going to, against it for the thirteenth time. Um, I, there's a clip you'll probably see coming out on social media where Duff and Greg are talking talking about Muhammad Ali and George Foreman going at it. Or it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tough one. So I think Nature's Trick has come back well, and I think a lot of people want to pot it, but I don't think he he's really had a break until like that last year and the year before like was Europe and he had so much on and he sort of had a good rest. He's come back and he he looks the goods again. So I can't write him off. Um, I backed him for the sports bet um, overall series. I think um, he could win this. Whether he goes if he gets wins this and goes straight in or an Everest and places, I think that's almost enough to win it. So he's fifteen dollars for that series. I, I didn't mind it at all. I'm a massive fan. I've always said of in secret, been a huge fan. But um, Track Gallop wasn't inspiring last week. He's he still looked woolly. He still didn't look at his best, and he might just be going around here. Uh, Zach Lloyd on as well. It's really interesting and a big race. So I'm keen to just leave and watch in secret. And Eddie, a couple of people making a point that this might be Eddie's grand final. They might just want to send him out with one more big win. And he's drawn barrier one compared to Nature Strip ten. He might be off and gone before Nature Strip can catch him. Um, and this is the sort of race he loves to do that with. And apart from them, I don't know if there's a lot of speed unless there's Zapateo trialed um, a bit more forward if he can kick up. Very interesting. And if he, if Eddie gets to five bucks or more, I, I don't think I won't be able to back him. So <sighs> insane. Well, that remark was huge first up last time. And you've got a few good ones there too. Bella... Bella opting the scratch in Melbourne and probably looking for an Everest slot. So Ben Mellon coming to Sydney to ride Bella. Uh, you think she needs twelve hundred? I gotta go with Nature Strip. Give me top three, three in order. Strip. Strip Betty in secret. All right, Coe, you in Strip's camp? Yep, in Strip's camp. Um, I've got no qualms that he's returned a better animal. He's more sound. Royal Athcott was the impeding factor, I reckon, last year. Uh, going to the Everest, so to speak. It just didn't have quite the breaks. And this, and then that kind of overflowed into autumn as well, is kind of how I see it. This time around, it got tipped out really long, had a nice spell in the paddock. It's had two trials going into this. It's, as McDonald said, it's uh, it's back to Nature Strip. He's back. And I believe it. Chris is quietly confident. Barrier 11, I have no qualms about it. I think it just stays out of trouble. As long as the jump's clean, it'll be outside Eddie. And, yeah, the rest is history. 1,000-meter specialist. Both are, let's be honest. It's the clash of the titans. It's it's great to see the uh, old hardheads still going at each other. And, unfortunately for Eddie's case, I think Nature Strip's just a better animal. I think all the intent's there. I think the formula's there. Waller McDonald... Randwick, 1,000 metres, let's go on top of the surface, start to finish or close to start to finish. I think it just wins. Eddie, track specialist, 1,000 metre specialist, but I just think he hasn't been at its best, his best for a while. Any other year of like prior years, he would have put this field away or would have been far closer in betting. Um, he is of value right now. I think that four dollar price point is nice, but I just think I think Nature Strip would win this race against Eddie nine out of ten times, maybe more, <laughs> maybe more. So I think he'll be he'll figure in the placings, but I don't think he will win this. Uh, happy to pot in secret. Never gone around a thousand meters. Um, Tommy's already mentioned that that track gallop and the woolly coat. There's a little bit. I think it's vulnerable. I just don't know if it's going to be all. This isn't its grand final. It's Godolphin have a slot in the Everest. They can pick and choose whenever they hell they please. So they can take their time, essentially. They don't want to rush into it. So the instructions tomorrow might be just have a, a good hit out, a strong enough hit out, but it doesn't have to win. 
Uh, in saying that, yeah, Nate just threw on top, and I'm happy to Quinella with Eddie. Eddie, and then who for third? Standout, Drazi? Uh, I'm happy to leave in secret out. I just think that's... Zapateo. Zapateo if it goes around, but I think it's going down south. I'm going to say Bella okay. from Barrier 3. Strip, Eddie, Bella. All right. Yep. Beautiful. All right, we go to the eighth, which I think is the Chelmsford. Yeah, it is. So Think It Over is the fave. That's one of Tommy's. Uh, think It Over is going around. It's $2.90, drawn four with Nash aboard. Hinged the second favourite at four forty with Karen. Montefilia is five. It's in from eights. We've got Duas at tens. We've got Mwanga. Uh, a little bit of a drift too. Lindemann, one of mine, uh, on the drift, on the drift at the 16s. Um, pretty big odds for the rest of them. So Think It Over, I believe, it was probably two years ago that it won this. I think Knight's Order won it last year, but... Uh, It is second up. Had a run against Fangirl last start. uh, Was it maybe two weeks ago? Uh, Tommy, you would think it over? Yeah, I didn't mind a return. uh, uh, His return, I thought he was a big long way off. He's done well. Um, Yeah, I think think in a a race like this, you've got to lean towards him. He's he's won it before and um, wait for age. He's just such a champion. He's... um, Looks, looks like a suited race here. Montefilia, um, a concern for a bit of money, but I think it just needs one more run before it's really going to crack through with Waller. No longer massively disappointing. want to see more from him. So, uh, Dewis as well. He'll work into his runs. Who you mouths one for the Cups, I reckon. I'm, I'm really excited to see it. Um, yeah. Have a big preps trial well. Uh, one to watch, who you mouth. A couple of bucks for and it. Major Beal... Sorry? A couple of bucks for who you mail. Yeah. Um, I, look, I think I'm going to run first up. I mean, they paid a lot of money for this horse a couple of years ago in England. Um, but, yeah, definitely get us to go around. And Major Beal, I think, might be a bit of a knockout. Um, good second up form, getting on a mile. Yeah, just starting to get further. Uh, could be a bit of a ball over with a bit of speed. Um, not, not a great lot of speed, but, I mean, you've got nice order and... Lindemann that can go forward, but um, it might be able to cause a boil over. But I, I, I got to think, think it over is a bit closer and can really, um, really stamp its um, authority with a, a win second up after that massive layoff. Favorite on top, Coey. Boy, it's short, isn't it? Like it's going to be a fairy tale kind of thing, you know. Think it over comes back and wins Chelmsford, and it's such a good horse, and I've got. I can't, I can't pot it. It's a 290, I know, but second up mile. The way it returned was great. It was just good to see him run. Uh, there were so many good runs out of that week stakes as well. Um, and he's one of them. Like, he, to be off the scene for, what, close to 18 months or whatever it ended up being, um, and the way he finished in the wings, I mean, he's still stuck on gamely and this and the other. So I'd say there's going to be good improvement to come here. So I can't knock it. The price is a little bit on the shorter side. I think Deus was a good eye-catching run. Montefilia was a good eye-catching run. Hinged was a good eye-catching run. So I could easily say any of those three to fill the minors. Um, but, yeah, I just I, – I keep looking. I think it over. I, just, I think the storylines, the narrative's there. And it's not about the narrative. It's about the form. But if he is as sound as Kerry Parker thinks he is – it's going to take one mighty horse to beat it. So, yeah, I have to put it on top. Think it over on top. Think it over goes on top. We go to the tramway. Uh, There's been a decent deduction here, so we can't really talk too much about um, uh, the flux with Osipenko coming out. But Alentia is fave. Karen gets the ride. Uh, It is $2.40 coming off win at Rose Hill um, maybe three weeks ago, I think it was. Tri-State ran well in that race. Pericles on the drift. Uh, Zach gets the ride. It's now at 650. Hoping your heart. We're straight to double figures now. Hoping your heart. Tens. Zarek, 11s. And then 17 and 18 for my Oberon and Fireburn. But pretty short odds, Tommy, for Olentia. But this horse has only won. It's only lost one race in its career. Yeah, massive win. Uh, last start, too. Just ran them up pretty nicely and really putting, uh, putting them away. It was really impressive. So, um yeah, excited to see it and how it can go in a big race like the tramway. See a couple other good ones back. A Fireburn should have won a Group One at the end of uh, prep last um, in Brisbane. Pericles, lucky to get a win there. Hoping your heart was, uh, yeah, very keen to see hoping your heart back. Zarax trial 
nicely. I think um, Madame Pomeroy is over the odds, but no jockey notified, suggesting it might go elsewhere. Communist wasn't a bad run in the winks, and neither was Skylab's uh, last start run. So I think it's a very open race. Um, I might spec hoping your heart. I've been a big fan of this horse with Kerry Parker. I mean, he could put two together um, with thinking over, and she's she's just a consistent thing. She might need to run, though, but really excited to see her back, and wouldn't shock me, though, if Volunteer just um, comes out and really stamps her authority. But very intriguing race. Well, hoping your heart tends. Coe, are you with the fave? It's going to be interesting. So, Alentia's dual nommed, you see. It's nommed for the Mona Lisa tomorrow, uh, where it's running around at $1.80. For the time being, it's a no uh, no bet, because if Alentia comes out, the deductions are going to be enormous. Yeah, ridiculous, yeah. So, um, so, for the time being, I'm just going to pretend that it's going to go to the Mona Lisa. Well, actually... Let's speak about Alentia anyway. I think wherever it goes, I think it's going to be a great chance. If it runs in the Mona Lisa, I think it's close to an M word. The field in the Mona Lisa isn't world beaters. This is a far, far harder, you know, race on Saturday. The tramway, group two level, some of these horses are fantastic. There's multiple group one winners in here. And yeah, like the fact that Alentia is so short in it is kind of surprising. I know it's got the one run under its belt and that's probably why... There's money for it and everything else, but it's a big jumping grade. I mean, coming out of a 78 or thereabouts into a Group 2 over 1,400, like... It's only a 100 yes, grand in it, difference in prize money, too. Which is crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. And the fact that it's... Yeah, it's got to be lower in weight, but, like, I don't know. Like, this seems... Waller must have proper opinions about it, like... To be accepting in this as well as Mona Lisa. I think Mona Lisa, it just wins. I genuinely, I'm so confused about it. So I wouldn't be tipping a land ship in the tramway. Let's touch on yeah. Hope in Your Heart. Let's touch on Zarek. Let's touch on Pericles. I think Pericles is the value runner at 650. But if a land ship comes out, it's probably going to be running at around $4.60. So at $4.60 with the favourite out, I think that's still a great price. So definitely, definitely back. His first up win was really nice. What did I say? Hoping your heart tried really well. First up form is a little bit of a query, but definitely up to this grade of racing. And it draws well enough. Barrier 8, Tyler Schiller on board, so I like it. Upside. And Zarek. I don't know how I feel about the Andrew Atkins jumping on, but at the same time, I think it's a good horse. Like, it's... A lot of times, this horse has proven wrong to me. I was there on Selwood Day when it won over 2,000 metres, and... This looks like a really nice starting point for the spring. Uh, just like it going over 1,400. It's up to this level. Uh, last last season, it finished, um, had its last start in, you know, the Group 1 2000 and Durban Cup. So it'll probably follow, oh, dare I say, it's, it's the Hawks team thinking of maybe a Cox Plate berth. I'm not sure. I couldn't answer that for them, but it definitely could be. And if that's the level they're aiming for, it's going to be a real chance in this level, at Group 2 level. So it's amongst the numbers, but I think the bet is Pericles, potting the favourite. Yeah, keep an eye if it goes around Wyong tomorrow. Uh, M-word coming out. We go to the last of the day at Randwick. Garza Blanca is going around as favourite. I think we all took it on last start. Smashing Eagle won. Uh, went around at $1.90. Uh, it's going around at two fifty this time. You go straight to six fifty for time to boogie with Rachel King aboard. Periel is there with Nash. Salt Coats. Interesting. Good coin for our last cash. Hieronymus is riding for Donna Scott. It's 26 bucks into 10s. Tri-State's there as well at 14s. Always seems to run pretty well, Tri-State. Uh, but interesting, our last cash, 26 is in the 10s, but Garza Blanca, very short, Tommy. couple of Kosciuszko chances here with our last cash was huge first up uh, in Melbourne. And Molly Nails' uh, run last start as well was very intriguing. So two big chances of causing in those two. Garza Blanca, very, very intriguing. Um, I think... I think it's the bet. Uh, just keen to see what Waller does. He's got this. He's got Karen on two. He's got a one. He's got him on Yusuki, but he's also got him on this Kiwi horse, Salt Coats, who um, very um, very good horse. Trolled really well, and really intrigued to see where it goes. Um, Salt Coats. So a little bit of an eye for it. Pareil as well um, has been really consistent, but I think I got to stick with the. Um, 
with a favourite Casablanca and maybe maybe have a little bit of money on our last cash. King, you with the fave in the last? I think Casablanca, it is, despite being short, it is probably the bet to play. I think it's got the class. It's it's better than a lot of the horses in this, let's be honest. I think, but saying that, I think that there's a few value chances. Uh, definitely think that Tri-State at 14 bucks. So if Alenti is running in a group two tramway at that price, yeah. Tri-State running in this should be shorter, I would have thought. I know the wide draw is a little bit of a query, but it's gonna it's gonna shoot forward. It's gonna take luck out of the run uh, out of the question. It'll probably settle outside leader. That's my guess. Um, and the fact that you're getting fourteen bucks, I think that's not bad. Um, yes, it is going to be five kilos up in weights, but I think it's good enough to be, yeah, figuring in the finish at fourteen bucks. You could definitely go each way on it. Uh, strong ball is the same. I think that midweek run was really nice. It's drawn well again. I think it could box up, or you know, they're about to be within on the speed. Twenty six bucks can entertain. Perel was good last start, but I just can't catch Perel. Sometimes it looks like a well beater. Sometimes it just I don't know falls flat. No, I'm just happy to watch it go around. And yeah, guys are like it definitely on top. Short, but on top, and having a little bit of a specking on Tri-State. Okay, I think I tend to agree with everything you said there, Cody. So, all right, that is Ranwick. Uh, we get set up. We're going to have a look at a couple from Caulfield. Um, I've only looked at a couple, but I am going to just start. Um, I'll just throw to you boys. If you've done any, that's fine. Um, the Ive McNeil stakes, race number five at 1,200. Barber is going around as fave. So Blake is getting the ride. Blake's riding real well at the moment too. Uh, first up, he is now 3.80, open 4.40, so not much going on. But Legacies is there as well. Jamie gets the ride for the Moody's, or for Moody. Um, it is undefeated. It's only had two starts, but two wins. Little Bros is there for the Hayes boys. This horse always runs on really well. Uh, sevens, we've got V8 going around as well. <laughs> I love the name. Um, that's first up. Had a couple of really good wins last prep too. And Hedged, Shillet, Coincide, Heeman, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, Coey, um, I know you've probably had a little gander at uh, Caulfield. What do you reckon? Barber here? I think Barber's a pretty good bet. Oh. Barber is a good bet, but I don't know. Like, I don't mind backing Little Brosie, to be honest. I, I, I like that too. Yeah, that's my two, yeah. I think just stepping back to 1,200 metres, I know the barrier is a little bit of a query, but, like, that last start behind Cylinder, it was only behind by a length thereabouts anyway. So, and it was a weird little race, that Cylinder race. I wouldn't read too much into that race if I was doing form. So, I think this second up... It should be coming out a lot better. Mick D stays. I think it's a dry surface again. So definite upside, better price. Um, Barber can't, no knocks. I mean, Godolphin have spoken about this horse since day dot being something special. Winner of the Golden Gift. Um, it's, it's only had, what, six starts and it's already made close to a million bucks. So yeah, easy for some, I'd say. Um, and... The one that really, really, really interests me is actually the bottom, um, the Moody Coleman runner uh, legacies. Watch it go around. Watch it go around in that Anzac Day stakes. It was amazing. It, I know it didn't beat too much in that race. I'll be honest. Like it's not the greatest, you know, form race so to speak. Because I think maybe it's had two winners coming out of that race. But the way it did it and put them away. It could be a special horse. I just don't know. But it draw, it's got Jamie Carr. The draw's a little bit tricky. It probably wants to be on speed, so it needs to probably work early. But definitely a talented type, and I'll be keeping a close eye on it. But they're yeah, a little bros for me at the moment. Any you like there, Tommy? Yeah, intriguing that Legacies has uh, drifted, and um, we'll want to see what the market does. But if they're back Barbara, I think I'll be on Barbara. I think Shin... Um, yeah. Okay, Barber. Barber it is. Um, I might... We can come back later, but I might skip the Hurley for now. Race 7 is the Cockrum. Vendetta's going around. I might just go straight to the 1100. This thing is just because I like this horse. Asfura, um, one of mine. I've backed it, I think, every time I've seen it. Uh, had a bunch of runs, or not a bunch of runs. It had its last run in Ascot last start, and that was where Overpass was amazing and won. Uh, but it was flying. Would have been a good shot, but it's favourite at 320. Magic times, there we go. at sixes and the likes of Generation, Callus, Mask Crusader, and Psy. 
even in ingratiating size, been running really well. That's 15s in the 10s. Um, that could be a good bet too. Uh, have either of you, Coe, have you had a look at this one, race number eight? I just think it's interesting that Kalos is not in this uh, – sorry, is going here opposed to staying in Sydney. So yeah. a definite watch in that regard. Uh, looks like an absolute stack of speed in here. Uh, ingratiating's you know been consistent enough mask crusader makes its debut oh boy like this is this is a hot race actually it's a great so race, yeah. i haven't done an exact form i haven't done speed maps and this will be a race that you definitely need to do speed maps for but yeah a couple of yeah i mean i dare i say a couple of everest hopefuls in this field as well so i'll be keeping an eye and doing some form on it like any of these tommy yeah, pretty much what so Kelly said did for the do a bit of speed, but um, uh, when Nessie trialed well, a bit of a price didn't quite reach the heights, but this is a spring horse. Interesting ones, yes. Yeah, still, I'd probably follow the money here. Yeah. Um, yeah. On your speed. All right, the main race. Uh, so the last one we'll probably give a fair bit into is the Memzi. So this is a pretty good addition. So Mr. Brightside is uh, the $3 favourite. Drawn very wide, will lower board. It's four forty into 3 bucks. I wish I win has drawn the inside for Nolan and uh, Mood. It's on the drift, 320s out to 4s. We've got Alligator Blood, who's also drawn very wide at 6s. Uh, Princess Grace, there's been a fair bit of chat. Tommy pushed this horse uh, maybe a day or two ago. Um, Blake Shin gets the ride with what for Walla. It's 10s in 850. I think it can, Tommy mentioned before we recorded that it came in even more today, but it's drifted back out. Osipenko is there. I know that Chris even thought this was worth a couple of bucks with Zara aboard. Anna Visto is there. Duke de Sessa, Mandible, Aegon. Even Aegon, actually, I thought ran okay last up. But um, this is a cracking addition. Um, in my head, I'm a Mr. Brightside fan, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I think I Wish I Win is not one of mine. I don't think it can win, but Mr. Brightside, Alligator by Princess Grace. Um, it's tough to throw up, Toy. Who are you with? Uh, yeah, I, I love Mr. Brightside, but yeah, really hot edition. Hot edition of hottest I've seen in a while of the Memzi, and like, there is so much, like, it's crazy to think that, so I Wish I Win, second favourite at 1,400 metres here is a second favourite in the tab Everest over 1,200 metres. So it's crazy to think that. And then on top of that, you look down the page and there's so many runners heading towards some really big weight for age Melbourne, you know, contest, like the Cox Plate being the grand final. So, like, this is going to be a proper form race going forward for the rest of the spring. Like, it's a what a, what a stepping stone this will be. And, you know, like, you could... Princess Grace, I know Tommy will touch on it more, but, like... I love it, drawn low, Blake Shin on board, like the booking's perfect. I just think that Mr. Brightside, being weight for age, it's only like two kilos heavier than the rest. It's a three-time Group 1 winner. I think it's just got runs on the board. I know it's the gate's not ideal. Uh, gate's definitely not ideal, but I just think it'll do something similar like it did last start. It'll sit kind of worse of midfield, make a midfield, like a, like a mid-race move. It'll peel out. Have and it, it's turned a foot last start was, I think it's better than last year. I think it's better than we've seen it. So I, I'd love to see the upside of this horse this season. Uh, so I've got it on top. I think the definite dangers are Alligator Blood, uh, Princess Grace, and I think Aegon at 31s and $7 the place is definitely a play to us. I think the way it uh, ran in that, what race was that? I can't even remember. Uh, was in the P.B. Lawrence, which yeah. Mr. Brightside won. Yeah. It was only one and a bit behind. Second up, it's where it performs. It'll be running a similar race as well. It seems to draw back, map back as well. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. The surface should be fine. Second up, a lot of ticks. I think seven bucks a place is a play. So Mr. Brightside on top and Aegon at sevens for the place. We're similar again. What do you reckon, Tommy? No, for me, there's two. There's two like Princess Grace. She, her from run first up was she. She um, but she almost got away with beating what was it nine Group One winners in the Wink Stakes. Uh, she stays at fourteen hundred meters and she's undefeated second up. And uh, I think the comment is she she won her last second up race by two lengths. I don't know how good the American form is or whatever, but you know they paid a lot of money for her, so. Um, and there's been a bit of money for it too, so very intrigued. Blake Shin on, um, just very unknown, yeah. So, but yeah, a lot of money already coming for her. Really keen to see where she gets to. 
The other one is Alligator Blood. I think um, first up, really strong form. 1,400 is its bread and butter. Has beat, um, it seems to be that's where it gets the best of all. So Mr. Brightside and a few others as well. So really intriguing on those two. I'll probably back them both, to be honest, um, in saying that Mr. Brightside's, yeah, very, um, that win first up was amazing. So very tough race, but Princess Grace for me. All right, Princess Grace. Uh, to odds, right, we've gone through a bunch there. Um, is there any others you boys want to mention? I don't know if you've looked at other races at Caulfield or Wyong tomorrow. I know the Gold Cup's going around, but um, throw to you, Coey, first. Have you got any others you want to mention? Uh, so in, I've done a bit of Wyong form for tomorrow, and I'm kind of finalising all the stuff for Saturday, the Provincial, but I really like Boada Johns in the cup. Yep. I think it maps well. 750. Maps well, and yeah, I think the price point's good. Uh, yeah, like I said, I think if, dare I say, this will come back to bite me, but the lens share, if it runs in the Mona Lisa, is it's one for the multiples, load up. <laughs> I think it'll it'll pay dividends. So that's that's where I'm looking at the moment. Uh, Tommy, any for you? I like Tottenham Lane in race two at Caulfield. Been, been really impressive since uh, uh, this prep, getting a couple of wins. And, yeah, I think you can win on Saturday. Uh, two at Eagle Farm as well. Uh, some Sydney horses going up there for some kills. One first it. up in Hell, Hell I Am. Uh, six it? bucks. Uh, race seven, number six, Hell I Am. John O'Shea um, sends one up there. Tough race with Zarastro. Um, Zara- uh, yeah, and all that pizzazz for Tony Gollan. But, um, yeah, I think it's a, I think he can win. Zerastro's was really impressive winning. But, yeah, hell I am. Um, scratch on a few races, and I think it's, it's a good run. Eleven's in the Yeah, be, be a huge chance. And another one in the next race, uh, race eight, number seven, Williamsburg, another fresh horse. Scratch from a couple of races going up north, and I reckon, um, I reckon can win up there. So... Yeah, Williamsburg and how I am in Queensland. Okay, Pug gets a ride in that. Alrighty, it's getting to the exciting time of the year. We'll be in September tomorrow on Friday, and then we're straight into it um, in a couple of weeks. I think Kawhi's coming up. We're doing a bit of Newcastle races on September 16 uh, for their double day, so that should be a bit of fun. But um, Boise back working I tomorrow. Tommy, hey? I think Tommy's coming for the Friday evening. Are you coming, Tommy? Yeah, I'll be there for the cup. Lovely, Sports lovely. Accommodation as well. Lovely. Um, you guys both working tomorrow? Oh, sorry, Saturday? I'm on Saturday, yeah. Yeah, back on the tools. Hey, it's a good time. And to yeah, just... there's uh, Tabby Rico is on Saturday night as well. The harness? The world's richest is, harness race. Is Benji Marshall so, involved um, with that? Yeah, Benji was at the Barrow the other day. and What's his link yeah, to racing? Tokyo, the works. What's his link um, to racing, Benji? Has he got anything? Yeah, I'm not too sure, but um, I know they're expecting a huge crowd at Menangle. They've, I think they've sold 8,000 tickets already, so it uh, could be the biggest crowd they've got in harness in some time. Are you going? No, no, I'll be working. Oh, okay, brutal. All right, well, uh, I know your team has kicked off, so go the storm. Best of luck. Um, unfortunately, me and Coe, you've got, what have we got, one more game left? Yeah, we've got one more game players, left. Manly. Yeah, 200, 200th game. We'll be around for him. All right, thanks, I think boys. Mad, Mad Monday started last week. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Enjoy. See you, boys. Good on you.